The door to the interrogation room opened, and the detective walked in. He looked at the man sitting at the table, and all he could think about was how certain he was that this man was batshit crazy. But he had to keep his personal opinions to himself, he had a job that needed to be done, and he needed to get answers from this man. He closed the door behind himself, walked towards the table, put a folder down, and sat directly in front of the man. Is your name Derek Young? The detective asked. Yes, Derek replied, with a rather calm yet eerie tone to his voice. My name is Detective Gill. Do you know why you're here? He asked the man, looking at how eerily he was smiling. Yes, Derek replied, again using that ghostly calmness. Good, this will go by quickly, Gill said. Yes, Derek replied again with a trembling smirk as if holding back some laughter of a joke that nobody got but him. Gil looked at him and saw the disturbing smile stretched across his face, his eyes nearly dead to the world, but his smile was long and bright. Gil opened the folder and took out a handful of clipped-together pictures. He removed the clip, placed one picture of a woman in front of him, and he looked up at the man again. Do you know this woman? he asked. Yes, he muttered. Do you know her name? Gil asked. To that, Derek was quiet. Her name was Aisha Shama. She was 25 years old. He took another picture and placed it in front of the first one. He saw Derek look at the picture and examine it, not as if he was disgusted or in all the way satisfied, but more as if he was examining it, as if an artist examined a painting in a museum. This is how we found her in her apartment, Gil said. The image was unsettling to the eyes of anybody who might have looked at it, but not to Derek. Derek seemed almost excited about it. A chuckle escaped his mouth while a string of unsettlement grew in Gil's stomach. Did you do this, Derek? He asked him, trying to maintain his composure. Well, isn't that a loaded question, detective? Derek said and looked up from the picture. This is the only loaded thing in the room right now, Gil said as he took the 38 Magnum revolver holstered in his side out and placed it right at the table. Trying to intimidate we are, we detective. Derek's tone came off as slightly cocky. I'm just trying to get the facts straight, Gil said. I don't think you'd like the facts, detective. Derek spoke with comedic certainty. Try me, Gil replied. My mind is an open book for you, detective. Derek began to lean over the table and stare awkwardly at the detective. Sit back, Gil demanded. Oh, and I thought we were going to be friends, Derek said with a sarcastic tone in his voice. Is that what you and Aisha were? Friends? I never met her before. Didn't even know her name until you told me. Then why did you kill her? Derek simply sat there and continued to grin about everything. Detective Gill reached back into the folder and pulled out a blood-stained fork wrapped in an evidence pouch. He continued to become more and more irritated with how Derek just didn't seem to care about what was happening. You seem proud. Why don't you tell me what you did, if you're so proud of it? I just knocked on the door. She asked who I was. I said I was a volunteer for some charity looking for donations. I could see it in her eyes. She was one of those... Bleeding heart do-gooders, wanting to make the world a better place, but not do anything except talk about it. 
She opened the door, and I let myself in. Gil's blood continued to rise as he listened to this man tell this story as if it was a fairy tale you tell to a young child to put them to sleep at night. She just kept screaming and screaming. I just wanted her to be quiet. So I grabbed the fork from the table and I cut her tongue out with it. Gil cringed at the thought of this. Is that too much for you, detective? Then what did you do? Gil redirected him back to his story. Well, she couldn't scream anymore. She just guggled on her blood, started to cry, and I can't stand to see someone cry. So, I tore her eyes out. With the fork? Gil asked. Yes. You still haven't told me why you did it. You have no seeming connection with her. What made this innocent woman a target? I've had this idea in my mind, Derek began. This thought that I feel like I need to do things. Otherwise, I'll go insane. Different things, you know, it's, it's always different. Like what? Gil said, listening on with curiosity. Oh, let me see. Well, when I was 15, I stuck a cherry bomb in a cat's ass and I watched it blow up. Just because I wanted to. I, I needed to see what happened. In the fifth grade, I got into a fight with a kid who I had never spoken to before. He was just a Chinese boy. I wanted to see what his Chinese face looked like, covered in blood. I don't know why. I just, I needed to. When I was 12 years old, I pushed a little girl into a lake. I just wanted to. I wanted to see her jacket floating in the water. It was a purple jacket. And my 12-year-old mind just said, I needed to see that in the water. So I pushed her. Gil listened on to this rant of confessions and continued to think of how much of a madman this was until this one story startled him. He opened the folder to look at the file and he checked the date of birth for Derek. He thought to himself that if he was 12 years old when he did this, then that's referring to something that happened 20 years ago. Something else happened 20 years ago. A very tragic event in the detective's life. Something wrong, detective? I'm trying to tell you something. He was getting a bit annoyed. Gil looked up at him, and he fought hard to keep himself together. He feared the answer to this next question. The little girl. Was she around seven years old? With brown hair? How did you know? Derek replied. The detective stood up from his chair, and with almost noticeable anger building in his face, he also took the gun from the table and cocked the trigger. Have I upset you, detective? Derek looked at him with a grin, but still confused. What lake was it? Gil demanded. Derek looked at him, bewildered. You do all of these horrible things just to just satisfy some thoughts in your head? Some twisted sense of accomplishment? You, you don't even think about the people you hurt, do you? Gil was outstandingly upset. It just comes to me, and I need to fulfill it. Derek replied. About 20 years ago, Roosevelt Lake in Arizona. A little girl went missing. She was last seen by that lake 
Hours, days, spent looking for her. She washed up to shore. Some hikers had found her by her recognizable purple jacket. We never knew what happened to her or how she got in the lake to begin with. We thought it might have just been an accident, but she was missing for so long we we didn't know what to do. Derek interrupted. We? Gil raised the gun up and pointed at Derek's face. You didn't even bother to know her name. Her name was Nancy. Nancy Gill. Derek sat back in his chair, eyes that gaped wide. Well, what are the odds of that? Certain people believe in synchronicity. And I bet you at that point in time, Derek believed in it as well. The only thing you heard was the sound of gunfire as it rang throughout the station while Gil unloaded his entire clip into Derek's face. A bittersweet sensation overcame him with every pull of the trigger.